Welcome to Emotion Well, EFR's podcast about all things related to emotional wellness. I'm Johanna Dunlevy, the wellness manager for Employee and Family Resources, also known as EFR, and I'm the host of our podcast. As an FYI, EFR is located in Des Moines, Iowa, and we are Iowa's first employee assistance program and provide a variety of services you can learn more about at www.efr.org. Well, I am very excited to have with us today Kevin Peterson, who is someone I've known a very long time. Kevin is on Emotion Well to talk about the secrets to sustainable success. Kevin, welcome. Thank you. Thank and you, why would I even here. ask you to talk about something like that? Tell us a little bit about yourself. <laughs> Well, I've had some changes in my life over time, and so so it's you know sustainable success is really about making adjustments. You'll put that out there right up right up front, uh, and I feel like that's something that I've become proficient at. Let's say um, over time, I've lost 160 pounds. Now I'm down to started my journey, my weight loss journey at 335. I'm down to 175. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. It's just a, it's a process of learning and growth. Yes. And, and how, just over the course of how many years? Well, I lost the, probably the first hundred pounds within maybe the first two to three years, Okay, maybe four. Uh, and then gosh, after that, it was just a matter of learning about nutrition and what works and just sticking to my the the habits that I have cre- had created for myself in that process mm-hmm. and that's you know a lot of what, what uh, we'll talk about as far as sustainable success is going through a process and allowing yourself to go through a process instead of jumping in and jumping out uh, and so it's something you can carry forward with and that's really what why I've had the success that I've had and I'm and I'm down to 160 instead of bouncing around you know right at, at that 100, 100 mark which was my uh, initial goal is because I took time to learn and learn about nutrition. You don't have to be a nutritionist or anything like that to do it. You just have to figure out what works for you. For sure. And and something you can continue to come back to. For sure. Well, I so I have known Kevin for over 10 years now. I used to work at Drake University in the Wellness Center and we got a call from a new student on campus who was looking for a place to set up a massage therapy practice and that new student happened to be kevin and so we ended up working out of the same office suite um for probably three years i don't remember how long uh yeah it was about about three years about two and a half maybe and so i got to know kevin during that time he became my massage therapist and then i've i have been going to kevin um on and off for the past 10 years, but very, very regularly for the past six now. And so, you know, when you, it's kind of funny because I have a lot of really close friends in my life, but I don't see them very often. But then, you know, there are people like your massage therapist, your hairstylist, uh, you know, like people that you form a friendship with that you end up seeing on a very regular basis because it's like part of my routine maintenance is to get uh, body work. And so I, I go to Kevin for that. And so over the years, I've learned a lot from you, Kevin. And you. I think that a lot of what you've shared with me and kind of the things that we've brainstormed as wellness professionals are really good for other people to hear too. One, one reason why I think that you can be really effective in your message is that you're a very relatable person to many people. Yeah, so, you know, suppose, you yeah. are, you have a family Right. You know, yep. you I have raised children, yep. you have a spouse, uh, you went back to school as a working parent. Right. Yep. Uh, right. You have encountered, you know, things in your life like 
you were overweight and you decided that you wanted to do something about it. Right. That's something that many, many people can relate to. Um, you currently run and you own and run your own business. Um, so you're just, you're so relatable to so many people. And I think that's, um, a, a key component to someone finding a person that they can connect with and trust and look to for advice. And so, yeah. uh, Let's talk about kind of what triggered you however many years ago to say, you know what, my life is not going the direction I want it to go. I want to eat healthier, move more, live a better life. What kind of triggered that? Well, I was at a time in my life where I was in in some transition and, um, you know, I, I had recently, I guess not so recently, changed jobs and changed lifestyles. I'd gone from a very active job to a quite sedentary job. I was went from construction to uh, working at a casino and standing and dealing blackjack all day long. And my weight just exploded. It seemed like out of nowhere, but it was probably over the la- over the, the year or so, year and a half. Um, and, you know, I had, had two kids that were looking up to me and, you know, I was lo- looking to the future mm-hmm. and I wanted to be able to look to the future and say, you know, that I felt good about it mm-hmm. and that I felt hopeful for the future. And part of that, you know, a majority of that really is your health. It's centered around your health. And if I didn't have my health, then I couldn't rightly very well protect the health of my children. And all the things I saw for myself in the future, I couldn't do to the capacity that I, that I wanted that I would want to mm-hmm. if my health wasn't mm-hmm. good. And so I found myself in a situation where. Yeah, I was very overweight. You know, I said it was 335 pounds, very overweight. And I had very little stamina. You know, you walk up the stairs and you get winded. I think, you know, you bend over and tie your shoes and you, yeah. you get winded. It's it's a, it's a, it's not a good place to be. I think so, you know, a lot of people can relate to that. Um, fortunately, unfortunately, because that's where they're at. Um, but it really was that, that aspect of, Okay, if I if I want to if I want truly want the future that I can see for myself, I need to start doing something now. And so that's really kind of what what triggered that. And and some of that was my kids, mm-hmm. you know, some of that, but a lot of that was my own goals. And I think that's a part of sustainable success that uh, that I really think, um, and I you know that people not necessarily get wrong, but but that is ends up being a a, a challenge is when you base your goals on someone else. Mm-hmm. And so I, that's why I hesitate to say I was looking at my kids and I did it for my kids. I did, yes, yeah, some of that, some of it was for my kids because I wanted to see them have a good future and I wanted to be a good role model mm-hmm. for them. But I also had a lot of goals for myself and I, and I for, my, for my own sake, uh, definitely wanted to feel better about myself about my body status, about my ability mm-hmm. to do things um, and do more things and, and to challenge myself. Uh, and so I think that's, that's a lot of what, what drives me still. You know, at this point, I'm, I'm 160 pounds down and I, yeah, I have, still have goals for myself. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's, it's important to, uh, to center your, your process i guess we'll talk a lot about process in a little bit here but but that really was the starting point for me was understanding that if i wanted the future that i could see for myself if i truly wanted to to go through with that the future i could see for my children and that i wanted for my children that i needed to start making a change yeah 
Did you notice uh, as you were kind of going through those changes how your emotional health was impacted? Oh, I'm, I mean, weight loss is all about how you feel. It's about how you feel about yourself. It's not about how you look. Some people start with that whole, like, I want to look better. I want to fit in this well, outfit. But, I yeah. mean, you know, it really does tie back to how you feel about yourself. Because your your self-image, how you see yourself, yeah. it, you know, definitely affects how you feel about yourself. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I I would say if if that's your first reference point, I, ta- I talk a lot with people a lot about reference points. And so it's good to have a reference point of saying, this is how this is how I want to look and this is how I want to feel all of those things if you think about it on a holistic standpoint mm-hmm. you want to think about the outside the inside what you're thinking how you're feeling and and where you want to be mm-hmm. is that if that makes sense yeah that yeah. that totally makes sense so tell us a little bit about the secrets to sustainable success so if you know you were approached by someone and I know that this is part of what you do with Peterson holistic uh, hey I'm looking to make a lifestyle change whether they're looking to quit smoking, start eating better, uh, yeah. start moving more. What are some of like the, I guess the framework or the foundation, you know, what do you consider those main components? So, so the secrets for sustainable success really start with getting some perspective on what you're doing right now. So, so in, even before you set goals, it's good to say, if I, if you want to change your diet or if you want to lose weight, you want to start start with the diet, mm-hmm. and that's you know for me that's where it begins is with it with the, with your diet. But before you start, before you clear your pantry, before you throw everything out and start trying something new, before you make yourself eat a bunch of foods that you don't really like and that you don't know how to what to do with, or or find a bunch of recipes online that you're going to have to go and buy all of this special stuff at the store for and learn how to cook then you really just need to back up and say, what am I doing right now? And get a good look and a good feel for who you are right now, what your life looks like, mm-hmm. and, the, and, and what you're doing, what you are actually eating. I usually mm-hmm. start people with a, with a food diary, and it really is just a re- record of yeah. what you're eating. It raises awareness. Exactly. Yeah. And so you're, you're able to look uh, intelligently at that and say, okay, Here's what I'm doing. What can I begin to change? Mm-hmm. Instead of trying all of these things and throwing these things what out. What could I be doing differently? Bouncing in and out. Exactly. Yeah. What could I be doing differently based on what I'm doing right yeah. now? Not based on what anybody else is doing. Not even necessarily based on what I recommend, for, what I would recommend for you or anybody else would recommend mm-hmm. for you. It really is based on who you are right now, your relationship to food, and, and what you're eating currently and what your current flavor profile is if mm-hmm. that, that makes sense and so i would assume i mean i assume that you can translate that even to okay what am i doing right now for my physical activity oh absolutely yeah you know, how much yes. of my time is spent sedentary you know Correct. how many minutes a day am i actually getting my heart rate up right and kind of looking at that and i think you're right i think you have to kind of give yourself a benchmark like this is where i am right now yes and if i want to make some changes i'm gonna have to not be in the same place for long, I'm going to have to start making some steps, right. you know, whether they're small or big to go somewhere else. Yeah. Uh, so that's, that's good. So where you are right now in the process, that's where, secret number one. That's viewing that, or that is the it. secret. I mean, that's, oh my gosh, to, to the me, show is over. That's no. it. Bye-bye. <laughs>
<laughs> so no, so it's just it's self-awareness is is what i'm hearing self-awareness of yeah. where you are in this moment that is the strongest point of this because i guess you know when i think about that uh because that is something you can gauge along the way, whether you've lost yes. 10 pounds, oh, yeah. 50 pounds, 100 pounds, 160 pounds. Yeah. You can always say, where am I today? Right. Yeah. Because like I said, I, I've lost 160 pounds and I still have goals for myself. Yeah. It's, it's you know, I, I consider it uh, what I call a growth oriented mindset. Mm-hmm. And so it's not that I'm unhappy with where I'm at. It's that I want to see how far I can go. Mm-hmm. And I want, and I, I'm always looking at what's next. What's next for me? What's next for my family? What's next for my business? So, are there things in your life that you know you've that you're doing now, or that you've you know been able to do in recent years that 330 was it 330 pounds? 330 pound Kevin could never have done, or oh, wouldn't I mean? Probably 75 percent of what I'm doing now. Yeah, in my workouts, I wouldn't have even been able to even attempt. Yeah. You know, probably even in high school, because that's something that that I want to I want to really communicate is that I didn't go from one seventy to three three thirty five. I was two fifty in in high school, probably freshman year. By the time I was freshman year, I was two fifty. I tell people when I think about reference point, I have no reference point for where I'm at right now. Mm-hmm. This is the first time in your adult life you've ever been Correct. at this place. Absolutely, yeah. I have no reference point for where I'm at right now. Yeah. I don't even I don't remember. Uh, necessarily, truly, what it felt like to be under two thirty-five past, you know, past twelve or thirteen years old. Yeah. Wow. You know, and so, and so, really, it really is about, like you were saying, taking it a piece at a time, and going through that as this process, and really, the the self awareness is is just the beginning of it, but it is an important, important, crucial step in order for you to move forward in a way that will be sustainable. So it is the first step to go through in order to create a sustainable process that you can go through and continue to refer back to. Yeah, that makes total sense. So in speaking with, you know, many people over the years, what would you say a common misconception about living a healthier, healthier lifestyle is that a lot of people hold? Uh, And that the two main things is that you have to give everything up. And, and that it's going to be really expensive, either on your time or on your money, mm-hmm. you know. And so that aspect of having to give everything up, I tell people I never, I still, I still don't eat food I don't like to eat. I've never eaten anything I don't like to eat, even mm-hmm. even losing 160 pounds. Even if it's a superfood, you're just like no. Uh, don't get me started on superfoods. <laughs> <laughs> just real quick, just real quick. Superfood to me is is just an amplified product. If you eat a balanced diet, you get all the colors in your diet, you mm-hmm. eat berries every day and you don't have to eat an acai berry mm-hmm. once in a while or a ca- or get stick to this thing for a while and then not do it anymore. Get berries into your diet on a regular basis and you'll get all of the antioxidants, yeah. all the beneficial things that you'll that you need out of that stuff. You don't have to eat the deepest deepest green. Just have greens in your diet every right. day. And it'll, that stuff will accumulate in your system and it, it will protect your system just as good as forcing yourself to eat some superfood for a limited amount of time. Which, and sometimes those are expensive. Those are hugely expensive. And That's where expense comes from. Yeah. And they're not always accessible or you don't know what right. to do with them. So, exactly. Uh, exactly. So that it's going to be. Thank so you. what I'm hearing from you is that a lot of people come in thinking that it's like all or none. Like yes. it's 
well, I guess I can't eat, you know, ice cream anymore, or I guess I can't, you know, have my, have a steak or, you know, whatever, whatever it is that they think when they're doing their self-awareness, Hey, you know, I eat a lot of red meat or I like sweets or whatever it is. Um, and the people also come in thinking that it's going to have to be a big investment in their time or their money to make any kind of successful lifestyle change. Correct. So let's talk about the investment in, in time, because I think we all understand that, uh, yeah, you can spend a, a ton of money at, you know, a grocery store on foods that you maybe you've never tried, maybe you won't like, mm-hmm. um, that claim to be superfoods, or you could, like you said, just pay attention to the smaller things, like making sure that I am eating some greens, mm-hmm. that I'm having, you know, fruit and vegetables across a variety of colors, right. that I'm not eating um past feeling full, you know, all those little things that aren't gonna really add much to your budget because it's you're just reflecting on maybe how you feel after you eat certain foods or you're already buying those foods anyway. You're just changing the way you eat them. Exactly. But the investment in time, this is one that I came across a lot when I was working, um, you know, in a role as a consultant where I was talking to people one-on-one, typically they were students, sometimes they were not, but you know, I just, I wish I could go to yoga. I just don't have the time or I wish I could, uh, you know, cook a healthy meal, but I just don't have the time. And you know, back when I was talking to people and listening to people about those types of concerns, I was footloose and fancy free. You know, I was, I didn't have a family, you know, how do you not have time for those things is is unfortunately what I was sometimes think in my head. Um, And now my lifestyle and my life circumstances have changed and I get it. You know, you're tired, you get home and sometimes you're tired, but I, I'm a planner, so I plan my meals. Mm-hmm. I make sure that, you know, I'm always doing my grocery shopping on the weekends. So then when we, when my work week starts, I'm ready to go and I'm not having to resort to eating out, spending money, things like that. But that investment of time, talk to me a little bit about that and how you would guide someone down the path of seeing that, you know what, it's not going to be a huge investment in your time. Mm-hmm. Um, so what, where would you take that kind of barrier or roadblock that someone would give you? Well, well, I think the road, the only reason it becomes a, a barrier, the time becomes a barrier is, is the is the magnitude of the process you're trying to jump into. Okay. And so, again, it comes back to the small steps. It comes yeah. back to understanding. Well, and then that's part of that that reflection piece is looking at what your life looks like. Mm-hmm. Not only looking how at what you you're eating. How are you spending your time? Yeah. yeah. Look at what your life look, looks like. Not only what you're eating or how, how much you're moving, but what does my day look like? Mm-hmm. First thing I'll, I'll do with a with a personal training client that that hasn't been working out is I'll give them a stretching routine, a twelve minute stretching routine, and say, "See where this fits." Yeah. See where this fits. Start there. See how? Yeah. See where it fits and make time. See how for it this. makes you feel. Yeah. See you how know? it makes you feel. But the first thing is practicing making time. It's a practice. Mm-hmm. I, I have a, I've had many scenes through the lifestyle <laughs> lifetime of my business, many little quotes. And, and one that we had underneath our logo for a while is life is a daily practice. I like that. Yeah. Life is a daily practice. So every day, if you were to take 10 minutes every day, where would that fit? Mm-hmm. 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Start there. Start with 10 minutes. Yeah. But you're practicing taking time, making time for intentional movement. Yeah. But it starts with stretching. Yeah. You start with the small so start things. small. Start small. Start small and do it where it fits. So I was once told, and I attribute this back to uh, a woman who 
was like a mentor to me when I was adjuncting at Grandview, Becky Lang. I'll name her because I want to give her credit where credit is due. She would say, yeah, thanks, Becky, if you're listening. Uh, She would say, uh, inch by inch, it's a cinch. Mile by mile, it takes a while. Yeah. And you know, I mean, it's, it's, yeah, I like it. So, um, let's talk about when you made your big transformation, which, you know, happened over the course of, of many years, how it might have affected your social life. And socially, I'm just curious how people reacted Mm -hmm. to you because sometimes our habits are reinforced by the people that we spend most of our time with, whether they're good habits or bad habits. Um, or if you're not going to judge your habits, you know, if you're just going to say your habits are reinforced by the people that you surround yourself with. I'm just curious, did you have uh, a lot of cheerleaders or did you have some people who were maybe uncomfortable with the lifestyle changes you were making? Well, it's interesting because I, a a lot of times there was one and the same. Okay. It was the same people at times were my cheerleaders and and the, the same people down the road were like, what are you doing? You yeah. know, and, and how far are you going to go? Yeah. You know, and, and all of those things. And, uh, and so it really is something you have to be very, you have to have being a place. Well, not, uh, I don't, I don't want it because this can sound overwhelming too. It can sound too big, but, but I think the part of the process, I guess, step two, and it kind of leads to, to kind of step two for thinking about the secrets. Mm-hmm. Secret number two, let's say is it really is compassion. Okay. It's understanding that, you're going to struggle. So you're, having compassion for yourself. First. Yeah. First having compassion for yourself. Saying, saying, okay, I'm going to struggle. I know that I'm going to struggle. And if you say that, if you understand that, then you're, you're somewhat, you're somewhat prepared. Somewhat. Mm-hmm. You're going to get in situations where you are going to be in a social situation. You're going to have those people that are like, oh, come on. You can have a little bit of this. Yeah. Or you're going to be in a situation where you're going to want to have a little bit of that. Yeah. And so I encourage people, encourage you, who the listen, you know, whoever's listening here, I encourage you to go through this process of seeing what you can, what you can allow yourself to do within the te- context of understanding that not necessarily you're giving yourself a break, not necessarily that you're cheating, but that you're allowing for yourself to change. Yeah. You're allowing for that change. And understanding, and this is where compassion turns turns out the other direction, understanding that as you're going through your change, people are having to change with you. Mm-hmm. And nobody likes to change. People don't like to change. Mm-hmm. And that's that's just nature. Mm-hmm. That's human nature. Is, is is we're resistant to change. Yeah. And and there's many parts of that that will ne- that won't change. Right. No matter how much we try or how much we think we we are we're not resistant to change. There's many ways that we are. Anyway, uh, and so if you understand that that when you're going through a process, you're going through a change, that that person that you, especially people that are that you're close to, they're used to you acting a certain way. And that is a part of their life. Mm-hmm. And when that changes, then they have to associate with, they feel like they have to associate with you differently. Yeah. They feel like they have to change mm-hmm. or they feel guilty about what they're doing or whatever it is, mm-hmm. however they're feeling. And if, if you can turn that compassion out to them and say, okay, I understand why there's some resistance here and say, you don't have to tell them, you know, you're wrong. You don't mm-hmm. have to say, okay, I understand why you're resisting. Just listen. Let them say their piece. Mm-hmm. It may it may be hurtful, you know, depending on how strong it is right, or how right. how how uh, 
persistent they are with it. And eventually when you feel strong enough and you feel like you're confident enough in, in your resolve in what you're doing and that what you're doing is the right thing mm-hmm. for you, mm-hmm. then you can have a conversation with them. Yeah. And, but it doesn't always go that well. Right. To do, you know, to be very honest. So go in with no expectations. Go in with no expectations. <laughs> and that's that compassion for the yes. other person. Yes. Understanding that they're, they are where they are. <clears throat> Excuse me. And you've come where you have come based on your experience, on what you've learned, <clears throat> on, on a whole host of things. Uh, so if that's to, to, sum, to sum it up, basically, is that you are going to face challenges with people. Uh, the example that, that I have for myself um, is I had some some family members when I got to three thirty five they were worried about me about my health right and they would say you know it would help if you lost weight and then you know I'd lose weight and sometimes I would lose twenty pounds in a couple months mm-hmm. and you know I get down I started getting down maybe maybe below one fifty and you know about or two fifty excuse me. Uh, 250, 240, started getting thinner, and th- you know, smaller, smaller and smaller. And now they're to worried, that, to they're that worried point. in the other yeah, Because <laughs> they also didn't have any reference point of me in the recent future uh-huh. under 250. Yeah. And so they were starting to see me indifferently. Yeah. And so they, they were like, mm, how much weight are you going to lose? Yeah. You know, especially when I got under 200. I don't know. People thought I had an eating disorder. I think people were really concerned about me, but... I think what the most important thing is to is to continue to show them that you're healthy. Mm-hmm. Continue to show them that what you're doing is is the right thing for you, and eventually they'll adjust. They may not change what they do. Right. I still go to I still go to family gatherings, and my wife and I bring all, bring probably seventy five percent of the food that we eat, mm-hmm. and nobody else eats it. And that's okay. More for you. And guys. that's okay. That's okay. We we cook some some stuff sometimes yeah. that, that people try a little bit of. Oh, it's that's really good. Yeah. But that's 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 it. You know. Yeah. Um, but I still indulge in in some of the some of the things that I enjoy that right. my mom used to cook and that are present at holidays. Mm-hmm. But I just I just indulge less and yeah. less and less over the years. Yeah. And that makes a big difference. That makes all the difference. So, well, yeah. Thank you for sharing that perspective because I think that oftentimes we underestimate the impact our own personal changes will have on the people around us Correct. And, and, and you have to be aware of that can affect your relationships yes. with them. Yes. So let's talk about Peterson holistic, uh, because I th- think that this is a great, uh, kind of segue into what you do professionally and yeah. how you can, uh, I guess, help people guide people. I like guide. Uh, guide I think, people, I think yeah. guide. Cause I, uh, you know, of course, we, we all think we're, you know, we're the, we the word help. helpers. So yes. We're all helpers. We're all helpers by nature yes. in the, in the wellness field. For sure. <laughs> uh, but really as a guide, I'm really a guide in, in the process. Um, you know, at Peterson Holistic, we're a lifestyle wellness company where I really focus on what my, you know, over, over the years, my training, I guess my training is in, in uh, license, I'm a licensed massage therapist, so I've been doing manual therapy for 12 years. Mm-hmm. So I know a good bit about about the body and, and bodies mm-hmm. in the you know musculoskeletal system. Um, I'm a personal trainer and I'm also a nutrition therapist. Uh, but those came after I got a, a bachelor's in biochemistry and molecular biology. Um, and and so that that what that really does is gives me an understanding of the body as a system mm-hmm. and how it works together, how it balances itself. And how it's always working toward a state of of 
balance and readiness, mm -hmm. really, really a, a um, dynamic steady state. Remember that, look that up. I'm not going to go too far into that because it's a whole nother bag of tricks. Oh, I remember uh, the terminology from yeah. undergrad, yes. Yeah, dynamic so. steady state. Yeah, I, you know, if, you, if, if you can get a hold of what that means, then you have a great understanding of what your body's trying yeah. to do every day. Um, but what my goal is moving forward as a company and what, what I have created and what I'm continuing to create are, uh, are training courses and processes really for, for you to uh, have a chance to go through uh, a series of active learning and be, have some community support and uh, lead to sustainable results. Mm -hmm. so, so I build training courses that are based on active learning, uh, community support, and sustainable and results. And what would be an example of a training course topic? Yeah, so the, the two main training courses I have right now are what I call the Healthy, uh, healthy Weight Loss okay. Training Course. And I mean it's a training course because we do go through this process of training you how to go, not necessarily how to go through a process, but how to create a process how to create your own process. Your own process, yeah. right. How to create your own process that you can have success with and that you can continue to develop mm -hmm. or you can, can come back to if you have a time where you kind of get away mm -hmm. from that. You lose, a, you lose some weight and then you gain some weight, uh, which happens. You know, mm -hmm. I have a client that, that lost 30 pounds and then they're, now they're kind of treading water, so to mm -hmm. speak. And, you know, they, maybe they've bumped up five or 10 pounds, but they keep coming back. They keep coming back to this process that worked before because it's because we did go through that process of understanding what they could do in the context and of their And it's their own life. process. Exactly. Yeah. So. And so that's really what it is. It's a six week, or it's a, I, I'd say it's six levels of learning right, okay. is what I call it. And so it really is going through that, uh, that perspective piece uh, and then looking at action steps and getting some advice on action steps. Um, and so, so it is a structured program. Mm -hmm. It sounds like I've had people uh, ask me, well, where, you know, what do you guide me in if you're making me go through my own process? That's the, that's the, the, the guidance is how to go through that, that perspective piece. There's some guidance. There's a lot of guidance there, a lot of structure with that of how to go through that perspective mm -hmm. piece. Uh, some advice on some actionable steps that you can start to take um, and that you can see where they fit into your life. Like we were talking about. Uh, giving that that uh, stretching routine and see where it fits. Mm -hmm. Same thing with with nutrition. Uh -huh. You know, let's see what in my diet that I can continue to change. Um, and so there's that healthy weight loss one. It's it's uh, about an eight week program, uh, six steps of learning, six levels of learning, and there's continued support too. If you Great. you know if you have a lot of weight to lose, then then you can stay on. Uh, it's a virtual program. All of these uh, training programs that I'm doing right now are virtual. They're on a training app. Uh, and there's a community aspect to it. There's a group nice. aspect to it. And so you're able to plug into that community uh, every day, really, and, and talk about your challenges and get support. Um, and, that adds and then we that have check ins. Layer of accountability. Yeah, and there is accountability. really, you know, critical when it comes to making lifestyle changes, whatever yeah, those changes are. Yeah. Like, I think one, like feeling like you, you know, you're accountable to someone other than yourself. And then also having um, the support, knowing that other people are trying to do the same things. That's the main thing. You know, that's the main thing is you're able to relate to other people yeah. and really you're able to relate to other people's challenges and understand that you're not the only one in that challenge. Because um, when you when you think about accountability and it helps, it helps sometimes to try to be accountable to other people, but you're never really accountable to anybody else but mm -hmm. yourself. Mm -hmm. So, so yeah. you, when you think about like we, we'll go back to where we started. 
about understanding what it is you want and understanding that these are changes that you want to make. If you can understand that, you say, I want to get healthy. Okay, so what are the things that you need to do to do that? Mm -hmm. And you always come back to that self-accountability. You're mm -hmm. being accountable to yourself, accountable to your goals, because mm -hmm. these are your goals. Mm -hmm. Doesn't matter who you're relating to, doesn't matter who's coaching you. Right. These are your goals. And if you can learn how to be accountable to yourself, then you're gonna show up every day. Mm -hmm. You're not just going to, it's not going to be dependent on how present your coach is or, or whether or not Bill or Sally or whoever it is yeah. shows up, you know? Uh, and so, and so there's that there too. And I think, yeah, I think all of that makes Peterson Holistic Services a very unique resource for people in the community. So how would people connect with you? What is your website? And I'm going to include this in our show notes so that people can, you know, just go there directly from our notes, but for yeah. those listening who can't click on the notes right now, what, how can people connect with you, Kevin? Yeah. So there's, there's three main ways you look at my website and, and, and to be really honest, my website needs some updating. That's and okay. so, uh, and so <laughs> maybe it doesn't reflect all of the things that I'm doing right now, but it has the basics, um, uh, of my philosophy. And so you want to know my philosophy. Website, yes, so, exactly. Yes. Uh, yeah, I know. Uh, so, um, and then emails just, Kevin, K-E-V-I-N, at petersonholistic.com. Uh, or you can call me at 515-829-9477. Call, right. text. And it's Kevin Peterson, P-E-T-E-R-S-O-N. Yeah. Yes. P-E-T-E-R-S-O-N. Yep. Well, excellent. Any final thoughts or anything that you'd like to share with our listeners? You know, I think just uh, be compassionate with yourself and have some understanding that you got here, the, what brings you here is a culmination of the experiences that you've had in your mm -hmm. life. Mm -hmm. And if you can understand that, you can start to see, okay, this didn't happen overnight. Okay, there's nothing wrong with mm -hmm. me. And I can look at what I've been through and I can look at the experiences that I have, I've had and, and feed off of that and learn from those things and grow. Everybody yeah. is capable of growth. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for your time today, Kevin. Appreciate your expertise and wisdom. And remember, at EFR, we say life happens and we are here to help. Don't hesitate to reach out to EFR. If you would like to connect with us in regards to using your EAP benefit, we can be contacted at 800-327-4692.